Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And I invite you to join my Lose Your Cravings Patreon community. This is a way for you to support what I do and being able to provide you weekly episodes of valuable content ad free. As a Patreon subscriber, you get exclusive access to behind the scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads to help you reduce your cravings and feel in control around food. It's basically the podcast on steroids (laughs) or the next level, right? Take it to the next level. So if you would like to join my Lose Your Cravings Patreon community, head on over to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash lose your cravings um, and join. And I'll put the link in the show notes too. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode, how stepping on the scale can affect your cravings. Yes, my friends, looking at the scale, stepping on the scale, looking at that number has a profound impact on our habits around food. So today I'm diving into how stepping on the scale and seeing that number pop up can impact your cravings and feeling out of control around food. So simply put, I'm talking about scale drama, right? (laughs) It's what it is. Let's call it what it is, right? Um, so scale, scale drama is all the talk in your head that goes on before you step on the scale, right? I wonder if I lost weight. I've been really good with my nutrition, so I should lose weight. But what if I don't, what's going to happen if I don't, if I don't lose weight, then I won't eat dinner or I won't eat X or I won't eat Y, right? And then there's the talk in your head that goes on when you see that number pop up, right? Oh, I can't believe I gained weight. I'll never lose weight. I'll never be able to keep it off. Why can't I just lose the weight and keep it off? I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. I don't even deserve to lose this weight. What was I thinking? Or if the number's down, yay, I'm such a good person. I am worth like I am worth it. I am successful. I deserve this. I have to keep up with what I'm doing or else I'll gain it back. Like I got to keep doing this. Right? No, I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with like being positive, but when you're tying this to the number that shows up, that's where the issue is, okay? So this is scale drama. All the thoughts that go on in your head around your weight. And if you have scale drama going on in your head, you probably have a lot of anxiety and fear going on around the scale. So... How does stepping on the scale affect our cravings and feeling in control around food? Like I mentioned, you probably have a lot of fear or anxiety around the scale. And guess what we do when we are feeling fearful or we feel anxiety or anxious? We eat. (laughs) And it's usually sweet, salty, or fatty foods that we're trying to stay away from. And this is just from thinking about the scale and your weight. What happens when you step on the scale and it's not the number you want? You feel like a failure. You feel hopeless. You feel frustrated. And guess what you do when you feel like a failure? You feel hopeless or frustrated. You eat. You crave the foods you're trying to stay away from in order to not feel these negative emotions. 
So what's the answer? Do we just stop weighing ourselves? Will that help reduce our anxiety and fear around the scale? Well, before we banish the scale, like, first of all, I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with just getting rid of the scale at all, right? But before we banish the scale, let's dive in and get curious about the scale and the purpose of it. So why do you weigh yourself? Why do you weigh yourself in the first place? Why do you need to know how much you weigh? I'm probably guessing that you feel the need to weigh yourself because you want to weigh a certain weight or you want to weigh within a certain range. So why do you want to weigh a certain weight? We, we want to weigh a certain weight because of social norms. This idea that in order to be beautiful, accepted, successful, or lovable, we need to weigh a certain weight or wear a certain size of clothes. We are even told that we need to weigh a certain weight in order to be considered healthy, right? BMI, right? We all know what that is. We go to the doctor, they weigh us, and they chart you on the BMI, body mass index. So we want to fit into these societal norms because we are human and humans like to fit in. We like to be accepted by others. It's an evolutionary survival skill. When we are part of a group, we are less likely to get attacked by a bear or a tiger, wherever you live, um, a wild animal. <laughs> I'll just say that, right? When we're in groups, we are there's safety in numbers, right? And so we like to, we like to fit in. It's just a human trait. So we also put personal pressure on ourselves that are tied to those societal standards of beauty, success, and worth. Maybe no one is specifically telling you to lose weight, but you put your own standards on you and feel that in order to fit in, you need to weigh a certain amount or wear a certain clothing size. There is also pressure from others to lose weight. Maybe someone has commented on your weight saying you would have an easier time finding a partner if you lost some weight. Or maybe your doctor is telling you you need to lose weight. Right? Once again, we want to fit in and feel safe as humans. We tie our weight to our worth, right? our ability, our lovability, or our success. We believe that if we weigh a certain weight, we will be worthy, we will be lovable, and we will be able to perform a physical activity, or we will have more success in our career. These pressures and beliefs are created by diet, fitness, fashion, and beauty culture, right? We are just swimming in them. We're just like, it's like literally it's all around us. Like diet culture is all around us. Fitness culture is around us. Fashion beauty. It's all around us. We're just swimming in them. We might not recognize that our weight or size has nothing to do with our worth, ability, lovability, or success. Okay. So it's just the culture we were born into and conditioned to believe. Lastly, we tie accomplishments or events to our weight. Right? I have heard so many times from people or client that I will blank once I lose weight or once I reach my goal weight. Right, I will travel. I will pursue a relationship. I will um, try and get pregnant. Um, I will um, 
apply for a promotion or I will, you know, speak up at work. I'll be more vocal at work. So they, they weigh themselves because once they weigh, let's just say the goal is 150. So once they weigh 150, they will feel confident and buy a bikini or they will feel confident and start dating. Or once they weigh 150, they will feel confident to apply for a promotion at their work, right? Now, what would happen if we didn't weigh ourselves, right? This is such a great question. And I love asking clients this. What would happen if you didn't weigh yourself? Now, the biggest answer I get is I wouldn't be able to tell if I'm making progress. This is huge. This tells me so much about the client when they say this. I wouldn't be able to tell if I'm making progress. And a lot of other women feel that they will gain weight if they don't weigh themselves, that the scale keeps them honest, or that if they didn't weigh themselves, they wouldn't, they would just eat whatever they wanted. Now I am living proof that you don't gain weight if you don't weigh yourself, right? I rarely weigh myself. And I don't think that I have gained or lost weight within that, you know, in fact, I just went to the doctors, which is where I usually find out my weight. And I hadn't gained or lost any from my previous appointment. Um, and I don't, I don't weigh myself. I don't, I don't find the need to, like, it doesn't give me anything to step on the scale. Right. Um, and I have many clients who don't weigh themselves either. And it's totally fine. Right. They are, successful in their goals, right? And, you know, this this brings up this whole other question about weight loss. Like, like that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode as far as like, well, why do you want to lose weight, right? That's that's a whole nother topic. But um, yeah, so going back to like, I have clients who don't weigh themselves, right? And in fact, I just met with a client the other week who had decided to go five weeks without weighing herself. She was very nervous about it, unsure. And guess what? She just kept doing what she had been doing, <laughs> moving her body in ways that serve her, drinking water, enjoying treats, incorporating veggies and protein into her meal. And did she gain weight? No, because it's not about the scale. It's about the habits you create. The scale in and of itself is not going to determine if you gain or lose weight, but it is your habits and your mindset, right? It's the habits. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't weigh yourself. Like I said, you are your own individual and you can do what you want. However, if you do weigh yourself, get curious as to why. Why do you weigh yourself? Is it deter to determine your worth or if you are reaching your goal or not? Or is it truly out of curiosity? The number on the scale, like when we look at it scientifically, the number on the scale is merely a reflection of our body's relationship with gravity. It's like gravitational pull on our body. Earth's gravitational pull on our body, right? Like if you go to Mars, you're going to weigh something else. If you go to the moon, you're going to weigh something else, okay? 
your weight does not determine your worth, your character, character, or your overall health. Okay, when we let the number on the scale determine whether or not we are worthy, able, successful, lovable, healthy, we are giving our power away. We are giving so much power away when we let the scale determine those things for us. The number on the scale does not determine your worth. It does not determine your lovability or your success. You, my friend, are 100% completely worthy no matter what number shows up on the scale. You are listening to this podcast and probably taking in the information I'm sharing with you, not knowing my weight, right? You might be able to guess it, but if you have never met me in person, you don't know how much I weigh or what size I wear. Does it matter what size I wear? What if I wear a size four? What if I wear a size eight? What if I wear a size 16? Does it really matter? Does that change the meaning of this episode? Like everything you've heard me say so far in this episode, and if you've listened to previous episodes, does it change the meaning of the episode? Does that make me less credible based on what size I wear or how much I weigh? Does that determine the power of my message? I'm guessing you have probably never thought about how much I weigh. I mean, maybe you have, but (laughs) because it doesn't matter. I am a human and I have lived experiences that I'm sharing with you to help you understand your relationship with the scale and to untie those connections between weight and your worth. Now, this is a question I get a lot. Well, how can I tell if I'm healthy if I don't weigh myself, okay? How will I know if I reach my goal if I don't weigh myself? If you do weigh yourself, I want you to understand that this is just one data point, okay? If you're like, no, I need need to weigh myself, I have to. This is just one data point. If you are trying to get healthy, weight is just one data point. It is not the end-all be-all to determine whether or not you are healthy. There are so many other things you can look at to determine if you are quote-unquote healthy or meeting your goal. What are your energy levels? What is your sleep, sleep quality or sleep hygiene like? Are you drinking water throughout the day? Do you have ease of movement? What does your movement throughout the day look like? Your mood. What is your general mood like? Do you eat some vegetables? Are you managing your emotions? Do you know how to do that? Do you have tools and strategies to help you manage your emotions? What about social interactions? Do you interact with people socially, whether it's one-on-one or in groups, whatever you prefer? What about your digestion? How does your digestion feel? Okay. These are all ways you can determine if you are healthy or not, or if you are reaching your goals. It's not an exhaustive list, but these are just some of the ways you can tell if you are a healthy person. Okay, so I challenge you, just like my client, to go a period of time without weighing yourself and see what happens. See if you start to notice your body more, right? 
we got to internalize, we got to tune into our body. If we're not looking at this external source of information, the scale, this number on the scale, we need to look internally. Okay, you start to notice your energy, start to notice your digestion, start to notice your mood, your water intake. Okay, these are things that are going to show you you are making progress, you are reaching your goals. Okay. So I, I highly encourage you to use these other factors to guide you instead of relying on your weight. Okay, so I want to leave you with three strategies to help you look at the scale differently in order to help you reduce your cravings and feel in control around food. Okay, number one, set non-weight-related goals. So important, my friend, so important. Create goals that are not tied to weight. For example, aim to increase your physical activity, increase your water intake, or improve your flexibility. Non-weight-related goals can provide a sense of accomplishment and motivate you to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Number two, use the scale as one tool among many. If you insist on weighing yourself, because I know some of you guys out there are going to, you're just going to weigh yourself. So I want to arm you with the best utilization of the scale. So use the scale as one tool among many. So like one data source. If you, like I said, if you decide to weigh yourself, consider the scale as just one data point. Incorporate other measures um, of progress, such as, you know, your energy levels, your mood, your sleep hygiene, um, incorporating vegetables and protein into your meals. This broader perspective can really help reduce the scale significance. So like that importance of the number on the scale, when we see like, oh, these, there are so many other benefits that I'm getting from putting in the work, increasing my, my uh, movement or increasing my vegetable intake or working on my sleep or increasing water. And then number three, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself, my friends especially when you see changes on the scale or in how your clothes fit that you didn't expect. Understand that fluctuations are normal and not a reflection of your worth. Practice self-compassion by treat, treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would to a friend or your child. That's so important. That's And that's how... I had practiced that for myself because these thoughts and, you know, opinions of yourself are going to show up in your brain. And I just asked myself, would I say that to my daughter? No. So I'm not going to say it to myself. Right. Okay. So remember that your relationship with the scale is a personal journey. It's essential to develop an approach that works for you and promotes a positive body image and mental well-being. By shifting the focus off of the scale and onto other factors, um, you know, like using this, the, the scale as just one data point, setting non-weight-related goals, and practicing self-compassion, you can create a healthier and more balanced relationship with the scale. And in turn... This healthy relationship with the scale that reduces scale drama 
and does not determine your worthiness will help you reduce your cravings and wanting to numb out with food when seeing that number on the scale that you don't like, right? When we let go of that food drama, when we let go of like, this number means something about me, right? We reduce the fear, we reduce the anxiety, we reduce the frustration, right? We reduce the cravings. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on the podcast, then I invite you to head on over to iTunes or your podcast app where you're listening to this and leave an honest review. This shows, uh, this helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people just like you. I greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we're talking about something, but I don't know yet. I didn't put it in my notes. (laughs) So stay tuned. It'll be a surprise for all of us. Okay, my friends, until next time for our surprise topic, have a wonderful week. Bye, y'all.